A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps to detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What is going on, everybody? My name is Cutter Lawler. Welcome back to another week of Weird News Wednesdays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the strangest news stories from around the world. We talk about the news that the real news is too afraid to talk about. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Mean. Sean, how's it going? Quite stressed, to be honest, Connor. Oh, uh, no. I briefly mentioned... <laughs> Can I just say, we've had a five minute conversation before the recording began and not once did stress come up, so please. I, uh, well, look, what happened was, and I, uh, look, I'm, I'm telling it on Mike because it's an interesting thing that happened to me, is okay. I was getting everything set to record, ready to do yeah. Weird News Wednesdays with my best pal, and then the smoke alarm starts going. Now, oh, no. I've not cooked or turned anything on all day. So I, I can't, haven't cooked in years. haven't cooked, in, I'm an Uber <laughs> Eats stand, so I am. But, so the smoke alarm's going, I'm there batting it with a fucking tea towel trying to deal with things. Uh, and then, Is tea towel uh, universal, by the way? Imagine a small, t- a dish towel? Is, is it a dish towel? A tea towel? I don't know. A, a towel, but smaller. If if you can wrap your minds around that, listeners. <laughs> uh, and so I, I, I get desperate, because this is like half an hour ago, by the way. So yeah. we are due to record. Uh, yeah. And this went on for about 20 minutes. So I eventually, I take, I just take the smoke alarm off the, off the roof. I take the batteries out of it. Safest thing to do in the situation. I think you'll agree. Uh, and then I still hear a faint beeping and I'm like, am I gone mad? Is this, does anyone else hear this? Turns out my neighbor downstairs, his smoke alarm was going off. Because he had left something on the hob and then left the house. It was a whole. It was a whole thing. Yeah, but he'd set a few small uncontrolled fires as just, we do, and then left them unattended yeah, as is encouraged. He had some hobbies to take part in. Well, don't we all? And so now, what happened? I've learned that the smoke alarms for both houses are connected to each other. Oh, so if one of us burns toast, everyone wakes up at three in the morning. And then, what I've also learned is that. The smell of burning plastic will rise through a house. So, <laughs> I'm a little bit loopy right now, ladies and gentlemen. 
but we're going to have a real fun Weird News together. I just, you know what, this is somebody's first episode of Weird News and I really cannot think of a better intro to just the terrible show you are about to witness. It's, no, the show is fine. It's one of the hosts is drastically impaired at the minute. <laughs> at the minute. At the minute. Never, never before or since, but no. at the minute. I was just sniffing plastic for fun before this, but now... Just recreationally, you know. <laughs> so, Sean, this is Weird News Wednesday. What do we do here? You have spent the week gathering all of the weirdest news stories from around the world. You are about to read all of those stories out to me, a man apparently too busy huffing solvents to look at any weird news. <laughs> yes, is that the FBI? Oh, no. Yes. Oh. oh, be cool, guys. Be cool. Be chill. <laughs> um, so, Sean, we are going to start straight away this week because I we, I found a few stories this week and some are actually callbacks to previous stories. Not a callbacks, updates, I should say. Okay. Previous Things stories. have happened yeah. since we talked. Exactly. Okay. But we're starting this week with the luckiest man in Chile, as he has done something that we've all wanted to do, because this might be the dream scenario. Oh. Man who has accidentally paid 286 times his salary resigns and disappears. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> Hang on. What I'm going to do, and I'm not going to announce numbers, I'm going to do a quick multiplication of the day okay. job here. 286? Is that what's going 286 on? 286 by zero is... Oh, I'd be fucking gone, man. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't see me for dust. It doesn't even matter what you're on, but 206 times multiplied by that. Like, not a hope. You would, like... How did this happen? How did they fuck up that bad? <laughs> a man in Chile has legged it after he was accidentally paid 286 times his normal salary. Uh, the banking error occurred uh, last month with the man promising his boss that he would return what was overpaid to him. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. No, no, I'll get it back to you. No, these things no, happen, man, I understand. It's all good. It, the, the money was just rested in my bank account. It would fucking crush me to see that amount of money in my bank account and then have to send all of it back bar one month's pay. <laughs> but instead of actually paying it back, he quit his job and has vanished from sight. They, Nobody wait, they, can find him. They let him quit. Like, they let him hand in his notice. I think, I don't know if it's a situation where he gave a two-week notice. I think it was just he stopped coming in. He, just, he was no longer at that job anymore. <laughs> he was no longer present anymore for them to, you know... Where is he? Um, now, look, most people probably would do the same thing, but yeah. the company accidentally paid him around 165,000, or no, is that it? 165 million Chilean peso, pesos instead of his usual salary of 500,000 pesos. Jesus. So, <laughs> uh, for those playing at home, that's about uh, 148 grand he got paid in one go. And he just so, bounced then. Obviously, it's Chile, so they're probably getting underpaid by quite a lot. But 148 grand in Chile would be... Goes a lot further. It would go a lot further in terms of what you can get. Yeah, because if it's 286 times what you usually get Whatever well, you get paid, it doesn't matter. I'm, I don't blame the man at all. I feel like if that ever happens, if someone at a company fucks up that bad, I think you should get the money. 
unless I'm the one that fucks up, in which case <laughs> I'm very, very guys, sorry. Guys, let's take a chill pill. <laughs> I think we all made mistakes. Let's all can. Sean was he was seeing off so much plastic at that point, he didn't know what he was saying. <laughs> so he normally gets paid four hundred and fifty pounds a month. Okay. Uh, for a month's work, but he got paid two hundred and sixty thousand pounds in one go. No, there's not a judge So what's the, in the conversion land? rate to what we're looking at is really the question in terms of inflation. In, what, uh, wait, so well, ha, have you tried to segue weird news into an economics podcast, I'm just trying to bring Connor? up the situation affecting us all these days, Sean, and now I bring us to financial corner, corner with Connor. All right, well, I mean, look, I mean, Electric Ireland announced price increases of 9.8% coming, but that's not that's I have not this funny. graph. It just says we're fucked. And it, he, he actually made that graph, listeners. He's got a whiteboard set up in the place. I have a big stick. We're fucked. Well, why not go out laughing? Uh, which this man... And definitely did, by the way. Yes. So, did he take it? I assume, he, like, because he, he hardly took it all out of the bank and just went on the run. He must still Look, have his card me, or something. If or, it's me, yeah. I'm taking gold coins, I'm taking pool, I'm taking Scrooge McDuck, and I'm taking you send Instagram videos of you doing it to your boss. But would you... I. You're talking about Scrooge McDuck diving into a big pool of gold, right? Yes, exactly. I mean, I'm not sure that's what I would do to... <laughs> The person I just stole a load of money from sounds like you're antagonising him at that point. Do you point. think he did like the Tinder swindler thing where he just kept being like, "Yeah, I'll get back to you." I, no, it's just it's resting. It's probably something to do with the bank, man. Just, Honestly, it's, it's transfers. Coming. You know, it's a big transfer. Yeah. It's a big transfer it's, to make. It's, it's not going to be easy. Like, it'll be there on Monday, and if it's not there on Monday, you ring me first thing that morning, and I will sort it out. Here's a situation, right? What if this man was like he was one day from death? Okay, and uh, this isn't even funny. This is just me seeing like what. Happened? Okay, sorry. Go okay, on. Yeah, I just think to preface this with this isn't funny. <laughs> this isn't even funny. We should have said it at the start of the show. <laughs> so, say this man is one day from death, right? And this happens, uh, and all that money ends up in his account. And before the company realizes, this guy dies, and all of mm. his assets get left to his next Ooh. of kin. Then do they have to give the money back? See, it's not funny, but it's interesting, isn't it? Um, I think you would. I think, that, I think through some legal loophole that it was there illegally, so it's technically not his or some shit. But doesn't I mean, the law protect the little guy, Connor? <laughs> I'm going to go back to the graph. Oh, Do you oh, see the graph behind me? <laughs> sorry, can you point at it with that big stick one more time? We're fucked. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I forgot about that. The court system is fucked. <laughs> They're taking rigged. that off him and his cold, dead heart in a second. <laughs> so... I mean, where's he gone is the real question. Um, I, nobody knows the thing. So according to the financial news, the man worked at one of the largest producers of cold-cut meats in Chile. Oh. Um, when Human Resources noticed the major banking error, uh, they reached out to their employee to discuss the mistake in payment. Um, <clears throat> the report says that the man, he agreed to go to his bank the next morning. The, honestly, the next morning. I can't do stress this, this enough. He's not doing it today. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to do it now. It's already five, lads. It's already five. I'm going home. Like I'll do it tomorrow morning before I come into work, and we'll sort it out then because it'll be all done. Like you know. Yeah, what I mean? yeah. Um. So he says, "I'm going to sort this out tomorrow morning. I'm going straight to my bank first thing, and you'll see me with a big bag full of with like a dollar sign at the front of it tomorrow morning, standing outside." 
Um, and he just needed to sort out the repayment. Now, tomorrow morning came, Sean, and you're never going to believe he did not show up to work. <laughs> oh, no. And presumably HR is sweating at this point, right? <laughs> Do you think it got to like 9 or 5 and they were like, maybe he missed his bus. <laughs> Maybe, maybe, maybe it's a long line in the bank today. <laughs> Half night. It's a really long line. I, you know, it's a big, it's a big amount of money. Like, it takes a while for the transaction to go through. Ten o'clock. They're like calling the bank, being like, "Oh, did, 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 was there happened to be a man who looked very?" Have very, you seen John? Have you, have you seen John? You know him. He has a look in his eye like he's eager to give a load of money back. <laughs> Um, his employers were, and this might surprise you, unable to contact him, despite trying multiple attempts to call, text, and WhatsApp the man. But if that's you or me, that phone's going off, and you're buying a new phone with a new phone number. Oh, I've already gotten the iPhone 20 at this point, <laughs> with all of my millions. Um, that was their last interaction with their newly rich staffer. Um, so apparently, however, on June 2nd, so sorry... Um, on June 2nd, he resigned from his position via his lawyer. He sent his lawyer to resign for him. That's a ballsy move because he's like, the lawyer is clearly like, nah, we can probably get you to keep it. Like, we yeah. can probably, this is probably your money. It's be fine. Because if he goes to the lawyer, he's like, do I have a leg to stand on? I'll pay you shit tons of money, man. Like, if, if the average Come rate in. is £450 a month. I have 260,000, I have a quarter of a million sitting in my bank. That's the thing. And like, it could be a thing in the contract that like, the, the you know, and, and it was put in to protect the company. It's like, oh, the amount paid to, the amount that goes into the bank account for the wages is, belongs to the employee or something like that. Like if there's a wording like that in the contract or anything like that, he's set. Legally, it's his. And I want this man to have this money just to set a precedent. <laughs> <laughs> um, so apparently the average minimum or Chile's minimum wage comes in at $434 a month wow um, that's Ch- so that's their minimum wage um, so he was getting paid about $545 per month if we're okay. going if we're translating it over so by that logic I mean is I don't know I how much more is that? I'm still trying to work out the conversion rate, but there's somebody smart that's already done that for us. Yeah, yeah. Like, and it's it, it, it's even not about, like, what it's worth uh, in, like, euros, say. It's just, like, this man was making this amount of money, and overnight, <laughs> that was multiplied, you know, by 280 well, I mean, like, the way my brain worked it out was, like, oh, well, two months for him is a grand... And so he got paid 265,000. So he got, that's, yeah. t- in your, in my brain, that's how I worked it out. I was like, oh, grand is a lot for two months. And then you're like, oh, wait. So he's getting, oh, he's getting six grand a year, but he's got 265 grand in his bank account. So he's set for <laughs> upwards of three years, his, I would his say. His children, his, his children's children. He's going to bury it. He's, it's going to be like Brewster's Millions, and he's going to bury it somewhere. And he's just going to leave a load of clues around Chile for people to find it. 
I'm, try, I'm trying to think. So, yeah, 60 would be 10 years, so then 20 years would be 120. This is so riveting audio content. He's set for 40, so 47 years. 47 years. Like it's 47 yeah. years. How old is he? He's probably, like, what, 30? Maybe, like, 35? 12? Oh, yeah. He's going to go back work when he's 60. Oh, just before retirement and everything. Oh, no. Um, so, Sean, do you think this man should have even gone back with the lawyer? I'm thinking just... On the run, just I think I buy a new it. identity at that point. Yeah. Like at, at that point, you buy a new human, buy a new body. Yeah, transcend physical space. Put yourself in the cloud. You know, <laughs> I don't know how much things cost. <laughs> we are very poor. <laughs> if someone could buy me two nine volt batteries for some smoke alarms, <laughs> you keep that out of that for safety reasons. I'd keep it out of fire alarms. You're never going to set any fires. Sure, I I certainly won't. Do you know? Yeah. And all will happen is it'll interrupt weird news. Do you know? And so it's it's probably safer in the long run. For Only the you could prevent fire alarms going off. <laughs> take out your fire batteries. Just sorry, I know I'm still on this, but the way you take a fire alarm off the roof in in this house is that you have to just fucking jam a screwdriver in and slide it off it's insane you don't want to accidentally hit the batteries no it's like straight into the lithium it just continues going off as you smoke as the smoke coming from your body comes up I was now um, alarmed and on fire I will say Sean we're going to have to move on from the man who achieved all of his dreams to another mystery and it's another monster mystery oh, that shit. you know I love that I only bring to you because it annoys you so much yeah, that it cheers me up. But I always solve them every time. So where's the challenge anymore? You have a 100% you know? record. 100% um, win rate. So we've had Owl Man. We've had mm-hmm. Dog Man. Yeah. Um, we've had... Oh, uh, is that it? There was, <laughs> men. There was a, a black monk, I think, at one point. Uh, <laughs> there was a ghost lady that said fuck off to people. Yes. Dead woman's ditch, was that it? Yeah. Um, well, I have I have an, an eyewitness interview, Sean, with a man who may have seen the next big thing in Monsters. Because okay. we currently don't have a full name. But what we do have is information. We have eyewitness information, Sean, from a very valuable source. Um, man who witnessed mysterious creature... Dry geese underwater has never seen anything like it. I'm gonna. I, I know exactly what this is. It's an otter. Otters do that. <laughs> I saw an otter take a duck once. A goose is a small step up. Okay. Well, will we move on to the next story? Yeah, if you don't mind, because actually, I'm done with this. You know, I'm not. You are trying to portray an innocent little carnivorous river otter as some yeah. kind of monster. I'm saying, look, I'm not saying it is or it isn't. I think there's value on both sides, Sean. But what I'm saying is that there are fears that an ominous creature is lurking in the water attacking geese. Okay. For, okay. Okay. I'll hear you out. I'll hear what this, this person saw. And we'll go from there and I'll debunk it then. Now look, there's obviously a long history of people seemingly, um, you know, maybe lacking in certain areas. Banging on about mysterious, unverifiable underwater beast, Sean. Now, look, I'll I'll happily admit that, but this yeah. is one. It's not unverifiable. We've had. I, I have an interview. Um, numerous people have reported witnessing geese getting dragged from the surface and into the depths of the water. Christian Grammer, who has been skippering boats in Ullswater for decades, says he's never seen anything like it. Says Christian. 
Okay, so Christian has the experience on the wall. I'm also, just for reference, I'm imagining Christian in some kind of big yellow overcoat with a yellow hat on him. He's got a big beard and a pipe made out of a corn cob. I, I need everyone on the funny, same page. I thought of the guys from the Donegal catch ad with the knitted sweater. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> Speaking of BBC breakfast, that's right. This man's on the BBC. The BBC took it. If you had said this morning, I would have been all out. But now that the BBC is in. Oh, you're back in. He recalled the geese were sort of flapping their way across the water together. And one of them just disappeared Hmm. all three of us my two crew members and I we saw it we all looked at each other as if to say did you see that we looked back and the other one went literally just 10 to 20 seconds later as in the geese the other goose geese wait (laughs) the other goose vanished there was only one goose left at that point exactly okay so and this was in the sea or in like a lake or a river in the lake. Okay, okay. Mm. I'm, pu- I'm putting the pieces together here. There was no disturbance on the water, he said. I've never seen anything like it in all of my time here. Um, Wade Owen sounded the alarm on social media and warned people not to let their dogs in the water because they could be next shot. They could be next. So he took it upon himself to be like, listen, not to cause panic, but there's a monster in the lake that will kill your dog. <laughs> Not to cause panic, but your dogs are already dead. It's too late to save them. It may be too late to save yourselves. <laughs> um, the 61-year-old who works on the lake and has been coming to it for over 40 years for open water swimming and triathlon events, he took to Facebook, Sean, to ward of a shocking sighting. On the 23rd of June, he wrote, Beware on Ullswater. Beware, by the way, all caps. Nice. Beware on Ullswater today. I saw a full-size goose taken off the top of water and dragged underneath. I worked on the lake. Right. This was witnessed by, by also people working on a boat with me. Um, this is the second one I have seen this year. They're all caps at the end, Sean. Not a joke. Oh, fuck. Thank God he clarified oh, right at the end yeah. there, because it was a hoot up until he said that. Up until that point, I was thinking my next stand-up routine is going to have to be a bit changed. I was thinking, Jesus, I need a replacement knee after all this slapping I'm doing. <laughs> but instead, he is, it's quite a harrowing message uh, that this, this, this fisherman is saying. Uh, I, I do want to say that it could just be something regular under the water that hunts geese. Could be the goose got caught on a, a, a piece of plant tied to a rock, you know? Well, here's the thing, Sean, because he said around 10-12am, 12, the grey goose, which was maybe 10 to 12 pounds, was dragged backwards, not to be seen again after five minutes. And then in a post the following day, he went on to claim that he had since, since that post, seen two small grey geese, maybe five pounds each, that could not fly properly with the first taken down immediately and the second within 15 seconds of that. It was a fucking double hit operation, Sean. Might have been two otters this time. (laughs) I'm fairly locked in on the otter thing. Namely because I've seen it happen. Like, I've seen an otter take a duck out of a lake. (laughs) My favourite bit is at the end of it, he goes, a a lot of people thought this was a joke. All caps again. This is not a joke. I can't stress this enough, people. (laughs) 
This is serious he's like business. The guy, he's like in Jaws. He's like, lads, yes. this is not a joke. This is real. <laughs> There's a monster. So what, like, it, un, it's not like a Loch Ness monster, though. It's more like a, a small monster that hunts little little game birds. Yeah, um, he says he's even contacted the Lake District Nation Park Authority. Fuck Jesus up. Christ. Um, imagine saying you're from there. Where do you work? I work in the Lake District National Park Authority. Um, have you ever heard, ever heard of the LDNPA? Oh, the LDNPA. Oh, of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, and I have tried contacting Environments Agency today. Once again, this is no joke. <laughs> Does he end the emails? Does he end the emails to the agencies with "This is not a joke" as well? I can only assume, and always it's all caps all the time. It's because it's not a joke, Sean. People keep laughing at him, but these geese are going missing. They're, they're uh, no. I was trying to think of a goose joke there, but there is mm. none. Uh, down, they're going down. Oh, they're going down, Connor. Goose down. Little soft goose feathers down. <laughs> That is okay. <laughs> That's foul. Oh, oh, better. You yeah. got it back. Um, <laughs> do not let your dog swim here, in my opinion, he said. Um, locals are speculating that the mystery goose killer could be a non-native speci- species, such as a giant catfish or even maybe a crocodile. <laughs> they just release a fucking crocodile in the Lake District. <laughs> Um, but here we go, Sean. And this, I think this might be the best bit of journalism you've ever done. Wildlife expert Kevin O'Hara reckons the culprit might not be so exotic. Oh. When I first read it, I immediately thought otter, he said. What? Come on. What did I tell you? Me and Kevin. Kevin O'Hara knows what's up. <laughs> Kevin and me, we've been chatting. And he I'm, knows. I'm Kevin's main source, I will say. I would stand by that, really, because a big dog otter is a big animal, you know? You're looking at old money, 20, old money, 25 pounds in weight, and they feed on waterfowl quite a lot. There you go, it's just a big otter. There, I, I listened to a radio documentary once about a massive otter that used to live in Limerick that no one saw. I have but got to say, that there. must be even more boring than our shows. No, they interviewed locals and it was just a load of owl lads talking about a big oh, it's otter. Irish owl lads. Yeah. Oh, enough, I'm back yeah. in. We're back in. Kevin O'Hara was there. Kevin was there. <laughs> Not understanding a word these lads are saying. So Kevin is like, yeah, it's a big, it's a big 25 pound dog otter, which I'm just going to look up a quick scale of dog otter to, I don't know, a regular otter. And yeah. But yeah, it's big. Why, it, <laughs> what about old buddy? Oh, uh, tis large. <laughs> oh, tis a half penny large. <laughs> the uh, so, what's the plan then? Do they just because this if it if it's a if it's a big otter, then it's just mm. nature and you can't interfere. Attenborough. Uh, yeah, rules. but what happens if it's a big goose monster killer? Um, uh, then what we we need. have to come up with a cool name for the other monster it could possibly be because otter isn't as exciting as maybe we need a headline we need a snappy animal headline that goose could be killing guzzler Go- goose guzzler it's goose a goose guzzler. guzzler it's a lake district goose guzzler it, and he's been living in the lake for years he's half man but he, he his family died in the lake Car crash. Oh, and classic. He he decided to swim into the lake to die with them, just so he would always be bonded to them. But just as he was about to die, a goose shot in his head. 
And he was like, I, this is insult to injury. I thought you were going to say a goose killed his parents, but no, a goose just shat on him oh when no, he was sad. A goose was like strangling his child as <laughs> they were going down. But the, the shit on his head, that was, that was the final straw. That was the final thing. And he's like, right, I'm going to live my days in this lake. And take them out one by one. And I'm going to guzzle each and every one of these geese. I'm going to goosle each and every one. No, Connor. No. What? Because That's what he would say. No, he wouldn't say that. He, he would, would say that. No, he wouldn't. He, couldn't, he can't speak. He's lived in the lake for years. <laughs> He's adopted. But you said he said guzzle. No. <laughs> he thought that in his goose head. You were thinking thought bubble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, Beano style thought bubble. I was thinking monologues. I oh, know you're dead or right. I'm in the wrong here. No, That's you're okay. right too. That's okay. Um, Sean, what do we do here? Do we just shotgun the whole lake until an otter dies? I no, I love otters, so I'm like I'd take an otter over a goose any day, quite frankly. Uh, so I say, let them have it. Let them I'm, fight. I'm, I'm thinking nuke. I'm thinking we nuclear bomb the lake. You want to nuke the lake district? Yeah. Very, very right wing of you, Connor. <laughs> <laughs> But geese but, have two wings. <laughs> we're going to have to sacrifice a few geese to get rid of the otter. If the otter is that big. 25 pounds, Sean. We don't have anything to stop that. Connor, with a nuke, you're going to sacrifice all the geese, though. <laughs> yeah, everywhere. Yeah, in like a, a 50 mile radius. <clears throat> Interesting, it's okay. not um, solving the problem. A few small grenades, but effective grenades. You, how, okay, you want to lob grenades into a lake and hope Just that they few. hit the otters. Yeah. I mean... That does sound like fun. I hope it doesn't hit any otters, but throwing grenades in the lake. I, mean, I love the idea that the Christian Grammar's out there, or like Wade Owens, the old guy, and he's like, this is not a joke, okay? For fucking re- I want Wade to meet up with Kevin, and I want them to have a chat with Wade constantly saying, Kevin, this is not a joke. I've no, seen it. I, I understand that, but it, it's probably an otter. It's not a joke. Stop Kevin. cracking wise, Kevin. <laughs> Stop laughing at my pain. Pulls out a small chalkboard and drags his nails across it. You know, standard fisherman yeah, stuff. Standard fisherman stuff. Why do fishermen have chalkboards? So they can plan how they catch the fish, Connor. Ah, of course. Because they have yeah, to be yeah. like, look, and there's the line and it goes into the water. And yeah. then right back out again. I get, the next season of what is that, like... um the world's deadliest seas. You're actually on that. Just like, lads. Lads. I mean, lads. what we do, just like, throw, the, throw it in. <laughs> Up it goes. Fish is yep. in our hands. There you go. Here's, here's a big net. What you want to do, put that in the water. Leave it a bit. Pull it out. There you go. I walked in, actually. My oh. dad was watching YouTube, like, a few weeks ago. And I walked in. And he was watching videos of a guy catching fish in a fucking lake, right? Some dude who's, like, a magician at catching fish, right? <laughs> right. Just amazing. And I was like, fishing, why but... are you watching this? And he's like, look at the size of the next fucker he pulls out. And Is your dad guy... into fishing? Or... No. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. <laughs> so I was very confused. And so then he walks up. And the guy's fishing and he pulls out like four fish in six minutes, but he just keeps throwing them back in. And I was just like, what is the point of this show? That he's just, he's got like seven different rods constantly around him. He's out the rods and he's like giving reviews of the rods. And and then he like, he pulls out one of the fish and the fish is like the size of him. And he's like, ah, yeah, this is probably the biggest I've ever caught. He just fucks it back into the water. Well, like (laughs) if you're fishing, you're hurting the fish anyway. Like, aren't you? Like, go all the way, says I. Grenades. Finish the job. 
Yeah, redneck fishing. <laughs> Finish the job, pull the fish out, just pull it with a small knife. <laughs> it's got to be done. <laughs> no, I just give you, like, boxing gloves. And I'm like, you do it. You finish it. Um, so, Sean, we're moving on to our next piece of news. And this is the update we were all waiting for. It's something that kind of scared us, kind of shocked us the first time around. Um, right. Now, a few months ago, you might remember that we covered a story of a latex freak, a latex pervert, Sean, Gimp Man himself. Gimp Man um, was terrorising a local town, wasn't that it? So there's a man who dressed up in a Gimp suit who was just running around at night scaring random people in a small town. Um, yeah, a little It was sinister. shocking. He didn't do anything. He just kind of walked around looking a bit fucking weird. Did he look in people's windows at one point? Is that something? Or was that a bit that we made up? I think he might, that might have been a bit. It's very hard to mix it up. I know the original story is people just encountered him on the street at like one o'clock in the morning. But he never did anything. He never laid one hand on anybody. But it's even worse. That adds an element of mystery. What's he want? What's, What's he, he getting to? out of this? What's he getting out of this? It's a man in a gimp suit that they affectionately called Gimp Man. Um, okay, and so what's he up to now? Is he back? The headline says, Fears grow as Gimp Man has returned after latex pervert ambushes couple walking home. <laughs> My goodness. My goodness. Like, funny how the Gimp Man sightings return once things start warming up, Connor. <laughs> Over the winter, he was rested, but he wasn't. Didn't we cover this in March? I think we might have done. I think we might have done, in fact. But, mm. but, but, oh, but winters, or summer's worse to be wearing a fucking PVC jumpsuit. Oh, it's got to be warm. But oh. that's why he's going out at night. Ah, oh, I suppose get the nice cool air. Yeah. Get the nice cool air. A very air sinister in. man dressed head to toe in a gib suit has returned to terrorise sleepy Somerset villages. Um, Yatton and Claversham have been plagued by the latex-clad pest since 2018, Sean, um, who appears late at night to terrify the locals. I think we um, discussed this, like... The fact that it's going on since 2018, he's like either a vigilante or a mascot at this point. See, here's the thing, though. Because in the previous years, Sean, and especially last time, they thought they had him. Because they arrested, despite arresting two people in connection with the case, police are still yet to identify or stop the man known as Gimp Man. Right. So... Well, what if it? What if it's a situation where every like like the Riddler at the end of the Batman, like everyone's gimp man, everyone's gimp man, and it's like a Captain My Captain situation. It now appears a shadowy figure has returned yet again to claim another victim. Um, Kira Elston and her boyfriend were walking home after getting out of a taxi in Yatton at around one a.m. on Sunday when, much to their surprise, Sean. Gimp Man emerged from the shadows and started walking around in circles in front of them with his arms outstretched. What did... (laughs) Why, though? Why? What did they do when they saw this? She had not been worrying about someone popping out of the darkness as she was with her boyfriend, obviously. But he suddenly shouted... Kira, there's a man as they approached the roundabout. <laughs> and by the time we saw him, he was very close. And my boyfriend just told me to run. 
Oh, so he was oh. the boyfriend was just like, "You just get the fuck out of here, get like, out of here." This could kick off. This, this man's could... walking in a circle in a gimp suit. I I'm about to finish the job. <laughs> I'm about to fuck this dude up. Um, so look, Kira has said that the experience was pretty scary. I'd um, say so. I wouldn't enjoy uh, that. And she said, I've got the image in my head of him walking around in circles and staring into the distance. It is quite sinister to meet at her, like at one o'clock in the morning, you know? Is, it, um, is he on something, do you think? Or is he just fucking with people? But I think there's a level of planning that goes into that because he hasn't been caught. So if he's on something, I think that would make him more likely to have already been brought down. 2018, this man's been around. That's true. That is true. I think they're doing it wrong, though. Like, how they're looking for... Because... Think of, like... I, like... I would say most times, if someone is dressing up in a gimp suit, there's someone else involved in a position of power. Like a, like a Sith situation. Oh, you know? There's yes. a master and apprentice, you know? Or sub, <clears throat> as it's called in the community. Yes. And so, someone's sending this dude out to do all mm. these things. So, you need to find out Who's like nearby looking at Gimpman do all of these things? And that's how you catch them. This is the 16th time the mysterious man has been sighted in the area since 2018. And I mean, that's quite a lot to not be caught ever, not once. Imagine doing 16 crimes over the course of four years and just getting away with it. You would just do more crimes. You'd just do. You'd be encouraged to do more and bigger crime. I would say a, a police search turned up nothing after Sunday's incident. I mean, what was it going to turn up? The suspect left no trace at the scene. Are you imagining, by the way, the town from uh, Hot Fuzz? Yes, that would yeah. that would be the thing that in my yeah yeah of course. I don't like. I'm sure it's a fine little police service, but I don't think they're prepared for Gimpman. I don't think they have the resources to look after this. By the way, Kieran's father, Steve, went to Facebook and... Um, it's not a joke. Added, and <laughs> it's not a joke. No, he said, last night my daughter and her boyfriend were approached by Gipman at around 1am, which implies to me that people just know him as Gipman, not oh, a man in a Gimp town. suit. No, the whole Gimp town man. is aware of Gimpman at this point. Um, he also said, Steve then said, could you... Private message me if you have any suspicions as to who he is. <laughs> Steve going to sort us out on his own. He's going to get Steve a little gang do? together. A little bit, bit of vigilante justice. I mean, he wants revenge. Steve wants revenge on Gimpman. Mm. Uh, unless Steve is Gimpman. In oh, which it's case, a double bluff. It's a double bluff. It's a self-report. Mm. He is... He, he's got the ultimate alibi. He's done 15 crimes to just do this one, to get away with this one. Who's going to suspect me? Because he doesn't like the daughter's boyfriend, I bet you. <gasps> yes. Now, the daughter's boyfriend, I will say, did not get harmed in any way. There was no violence whatsoever. Gipman showed up. Gipman left. He was I, just there walking in a circle. Just objectively minding his own business, you know? <laughs> well, I suppose not really minding his own business. He's... I mean, he's walking around near them with his arms outstretched, looking into the distance, just but, being a bit weird, eerie. But did he, but did they stumble upon Gimp Man or did he seek them out? You know? Um, actually, that's, a, as his lawyer, that I would remember that phrasing. Um, yeah. Did they walk up to his end of the street or did he walk up to them? Gimp Man was doing his usual exercises, <laughs> arm stretches and vapid walking. 
and along come two strangers and then the boyfriend is like run and then I assume what happened after she ran or did they run together I think, think they ran together I think oh, the well, boyfriend ran with her it? yeah that's, that's a little bit romantic we love love here on the pod <laughs> Um, Kim Man was last sighted in 2021, actually, by oh. a couple watching TV who spotted a masked man lying in their garden, watching them through the doors. Okay, and then so they I was chased right. him away. They, yeah, you so were right. Actually. He was yeah. looking in windows. Okay, yeah. And um, it was 2021, so he is like all seasons then, because it must have been like November or December that we were talking about. Prior to that, he was last spotted in 2019 when a woman claimed the man wearing a full black rubbery outfit started breathing heavily. <laughs> I mean, it's a lot of rubber to be wearing, Delores. Yeah, it's weighing you down. It's a, I'd like to see you try breeding in a, in a rubber Now, we outfit. do actually have an image of Gipman that I always like to bring up whenever we have this, because the image was taken by Abby, uh, who was one of his, and they say in the article, one of his victims, um, that she took a picture of him as he was near her. Here we go. And uh, Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, that's yeah, him. There it is, there it is. That's Gimp Man, all black leather suit, red X's on the eyes and a red smiley face. I will say, he's just wearing regular fucking socks in that photo. <laughs> just, well, I mean, is, is it like run socks? It's like, it's like, no, it's like regular like cotton socks with a little orange toe on them. Would it add a little bit of a uh, bit of menace if he had odd socks on? But like those odd, like you know those stylish odd socks. Yeah, that yeah, obviously yeah, yeah. Wear? The happy socks you get for Christmas every year. Yeah, Them like ones. you obviously actors nowadays they're like always wearing two or odd socks, but like they're really bright and colourful. So they're like you're gonna I'm see these, but I'm a bit this. odd. I'm kind of I'm kind of quirky, guys. Yeah, I'm, I'm quirky, but they are bright yellow, so you're definitely fucking seeing them. So, yeah, no, I, like, they're not even like that. I think that would be a bit more... I No, I think that would um, make him more relatable, Gimp Man. <laughs> I think, like, I, he needs to lean into it. I Actually, Crocs. <laughs> if he was wearing Crocs... That's game over. That's game over. He's built for comfort and speed at that yeah, point. Yeah, I, I, I feel like this story would not be covered here if he had actually done anything to anyone. No, um, if anyone was hurt or traumatised or anything like that. I think there have been a few people that have come out and said they have been slightly traumatised by him, having seen him in the street. He is unsettling. He is he's unsettling. unsettling is the word I would use. Now, look, I don't want to put people's trauma and say that they're, they're lessened, but I'm saying he hasn't harmed anyone, and he also hasn't attempted to harm anyone. So we can only assume it's just a weirdo walking around in a suit, breathing heavily for the crack. Yeah. Why doesn't anyone just, like, tackle him? Like, next time next time he comes up to someone, just run at him. What's he going to do? Well, he's in his Crocs now. So, I mean, he's going to be speedy. I mean, no, but he's got to switch into speed mode first. He's got to turn that band around. <laughs> he's got to turn the flame stickers on. Yeah, it's 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 a long process to go into speed mode on Crocs. <laughs> um, so, Gip Man is out and about. He's, he's struck again, Sean. Another victim, another two victims have been taken. Um, I'd like to see what Steve, Kira's father, does uh, in the coming weeks. Um, I would also like to know. I also have a question of how do you punish Gimp Man? Like, because... I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe you can't. Maybe, him. maybe that's that's what he maybe, wants. Maybe that's the ultimate end goal maybe here. That, like, maybe oh, that's what no. he's looking for. Oh, I would hate that, officer. No. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Lock me up. The handcuffs. Oh no! 
<laughs> they bring him out to a field and it is like nobody's here you won't be punished you're free to go wherever you want yeah god bless you have a lovely time <laughs> you bastards <laughs> how dare you <laughs> um, i want to cover a small story that's occurring that i feel like me and you already know about just because it's in like a bit of a movie the movie world but okay. people might not know about it sean and that is what's going on with minions the rise of Gru currently oh yeah um, this thing it's a strange story but what i do have is uk cinemas have started to ban fans in suits from seeing Minions, The Rise of Gru. Now, can you maybe let the people in who wouldn't be as into cinema stuff as we would be? What the fuck is going on here? So there was this thing on TikTok and it was like me and the boys getting ready to see Minions, Rise of Gru. And this was in the weeks leading up to the Minions, Rise of Gru release. And it was now, like... Minions, by the way, The Rise of Gru is the third sequel to Despicable Me. Yes, that's okay. it. And so... Uh, this this like blew up on TikTok, became a big meme. When the film finally came out, there was loads of videos of people actually like m- mainly like boys like fifteen around fifteen sixteen kind of age who they went, call themselves the gentle minions. The gentle minions. They mm. go to these cinemas in suits. They bring bananas a lot of the time, and they watch the film and generally cause a ruckus. Uh, all while videoing it to get TikTok views, mm. and it was a couple at first. And then it just fucking exploded. And now everyone is doing it to the point that cinemas have had to start banning if you are wearing a suit. But now the game plan is you go in wearing a tracksuit, you get into the cinema, turns out you're wearing a suit under your tracksuit. Ah, yes. David improvised, adapted and overcame. What's funniest about this is that Sony released Morbius off the back of a meme. They re-released it and lost a load of money and minions like they didn't even try like the internet just did this for the minions can i just say that minions won uh you know independence day was this week uh it was the highest grossing movie of independence day and that's a time when top gun maverick is in cinemas yeah top gun maverick made over a billion dollars but rise of Gru made more money that weekend that's absolutely insane do you think this is the most genius level marketing strategy anyone has ever come up with for a film? Or do you think it's an accident? Um, I I think it's I think it's a joke that went too far and I think now they're just they're gonna have to pile in on it because otherwise they're mad. Um and what I why they're getting banned is because they're apparently causing a bit of a ruckus. They're yeah. they're screaming, they're shouting, they're clapping loudly, being I've disruptive. Seen, I've seen some dance parties during the credits. Uh, mm. And um, I also saw one man smuggle in a wheelie bin full of bananas for all of his friends. <laughs> um, so the, the Odeon cinemas have said, due to a small number of incidents in our cinemas over the weekend, we've had to restrict access in some circumstances. So if they see anyone showing up to Minions in Suits... Uh, they will not let you in to the cinema. But th- th- then you get the tracksuit game going and it's even funnier yeah. of a TikTok, Connor. Think of the clout. <laughs> think of the clout that could happen from this. I think Sony are looking at this. They're looking at they're looking at Morbius. They're saying, we get people to dress up like Morbius 
I go see it. Yeah. Oh, it like, they're, because like, uh, if people that don't listen to like Movie Mondays or anything, so, or like may not know, Sony are bringing out a movie called Craven the Hunter that by all accounts looks terrible. And like, they're absolutely, they're going to plant like social media seeds of being like, oh, bring a stuffed animal to Craven the Hunter. And it's just going to be the saddest thing in the world. And I can't So only our, our punching bags over on Movie Mondays, just because they're always about three months behind <laughs> what's going on. Yeah, like, you know, back in the early internet, when something would happen, six months would pass, and then Ellen would have it on her goddamn show. Yes, it's always like six months. Once, like, somebody on TV starts doing it, it's no longer cool. Exactly. But Sony do, like, that time frame, but even longer. Yeah, it's only like Sony are still planning a Harlem Shake video, like at this point. <laughs> they're, they, uh, they've just recently gotten into Facebook. They think it's pretty good. <laughs> El Muerto is going to do a whole scene where he's planking. It's going to be great. <laughs> Microsoft Edge, their favorite thing over at Sony. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to let people know that that was occurring because it's fucking weird, and I thought it might be funny to kind of bring it up. Um, it was congratulations you did and if you haven't seen the videos i would recommend going to look at them because i mean they are ridiculous but i mean it's kind of funny to watch it yeah i think there's probably like a compilation on youtube or something of just boy it's very much boys being boys energy because it's just nonsense and like not no one really gets hurt Yeah, um, we're moving on to our next piece of news, Sean, and what I have here is a man who did a job that nobody asked for and has now gone missing. Um, okay. Police looking to identify man who paved driveway in Ontario without permission and then vanished. <laughs> this, this rings the bell. This is a story from like two or three years ago, but there was a, a story of a guy who stole a man's driveway. Brick by brick. <laughs> yes. What if, like, he went on some kind of Batman-style, like, vengeance scheme, and now he'll just tile someone's driveway for free? Wellington County are trying to identify a man who they say was involved in an unwanted residential paving incident, which surely has to be the first of its kind. They, um, they had to type up a new document for yeah. that report. The incident happened last week on Ellis Road near the Cambridge City Limit. City Limit? Everyone's favourite limit. Um, Tammy Corrigan told CTV News. Tammy Corrigan's not a real person's name. (laughs) That's a Um, a made-up news anchor in the cartoon. That's a made-up news anchor from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. (laughs) (laughs) Tammy Corrigan here. Um, That she told the news that her driver was paved without her permission. She said a man knocked at her door. And offered her a discounted rate to do her driveway. To pave her driveway brand new, discounted rate by. Okay. Absolutely fantastic. Good start. Um, nice opening to a conversation. They discussed the matter, but ultimately Corrigan declined to go ahead with the repaving, stating she did not want the repaving to be done. Fair um, enough. End of transaction, you would think. At the end of the conversation, he said, I'll call you next week when we're ready to do this. To which she responded... We'll call you if we decide to do this. A fair response. But this man this man really wants to pave this driveway for some reason. Corrigan went to work the next morning, Sean. She came home the next night. After, and as she came home, she found the crew just moving away, having just finished her driveway. 
what do you do at that point? Like, do you stop him and say, no, pull it up? It was only three quarters of a pave done. As one of the builders said, they'd be back tomorrow to finish it. <laughs> what? The confusion this poor woman must feel. Is she expected to pay or... The man then offered her to, to complete the work uh, and he gave her a $500 discount. So now she only had to pay seven grand. That's a pretty good deal. Not if you weren't intending to pay it, though. That's not <laughs> how business works. Now, Tammy has come out and said, we're not intending to pay him for any of the work that we did not ask for, she said. But now and again, the work has been done, Sean. I feel like these lads... Just maybe a mix-up. Maybe, maybe when she said, "I don't want it," what he heard was, "I'm going to get the lo- I'm going to get the the truck out tomorrow. We'll get the cement going. We'll get that paved for you, gal." But like, if you went to a barber and were like, "Hey, how much for a haircut?" and he was like, "I don't know, thirty quid," and he was, and then you said, "Ah, no, no, I might leave it," and then he came to your house in the middle of the night and cut <laughs> your hair. Would you give him thirty quid? quid. <laughs> twenty five quid. That's a sick fade, actually. <laughs> Um, the news reached out to Unique Paving and Masonry after speaking with Corrigan, who was the fake company that he gave. Um, an unnamed employee said it was a misunderstanding, um, adding, we don't just turn up and do this randomly. The company then did not respond to any further requests for an interview. <laughs> Presumably whoever's in charge is just like, oh... Maybe leave the email off for today. <laughs> I think what's happened is a random person has shown up, been like, we'll do it. But he has no connect- connection to that company. And so now they're kind of coming under scrutiny for something that just a crazy person did. Yeah, who decided, this would be funny. I wonder if this will work. And it he did. He had a load of cement left over and tarmac. But, and like, but it's, 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 it's quite, I'd never trust that driveway. Do you know, like I never safely walk. I was, yeah, like it's, something is hidden under that at that point. <laughs> there's bodies. There's bodies. Definitely bodies. There's a locked box with the Da Vinci code inside. Like I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I don't know what to do at that point. It's one of those you come home, it's finished. Like you just kind of have to accept it. No, it's three quarters finished. Oh, it's not even finished. You can't even use it yet. No. So if you like, if you want to finish, you have to pay seven grand. But you didn't want it done in the first place. Yeah, I had a fine driveway before this. They just took away your driveway. <laughs> well, they gave you three quarters of a brand new one. Yeah, but like it's like it's it's like they kidnapped your wife and then they gave her a new dress, but cut off her finger and it was like, here, we'll give it back <laughs> to you for seven grand. Yes. <laughs> win win. Clear. Yes. We're up a dress. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we're finishing off weird news this week about Florida Man with one of his greatest greatest capers. As Florida oh. Man poses as Disney World cast member, then steals ten grand or two D two droid. This is a heist that he has planned for a while, I feel. A Central Florida man was arrested after a deputy said he posed as a Walt Disney World cast member and then took a Star Wars R2-D2 droid in the hopes that Disney's security would hire him. <laughs> as like a, well, if I was able to get in, <laughs> He's an inside can. man. We need him on the inside. He's be, he'll be our secret strength. It's, he catch me if you can does. I can't believe exactly. it. Um, the Central Florida man was arrested. Um, after deputy said he posed as the Walt Disney cast member, 
Um, David Proudfoot, fuck me. Jesus. David Proudfoot. Come um, on, man. Is facing a grand theft charge and a charge of obstruction by false information. The county sheriff's office says um, last month deputies were called to the Swan Reserve Hotel by Disney Security. When they arrived, they made contact with Proudfoot, who they say was wearing beige work pants, an orange work vest, and a Disney name tag. He reportedly identified himself as David Rogers at first and mm-hmm. said he worked in the receiving division of the Yacht Club Resort. It's all adding up, I assume. Mm. I don't know anything mm. about Disney Disneyland. But... Uh, the affidavit then states that Disney security stopped Proudfoot because he was seen by hotel security pushing a cart on the property. And it looked a bit suspicious. Cause, yeah, because isn't Disney one of those places where you don't see any maintenance going on? No. Like all the, all the rubbish is like sucked into tubes underground and all that shit. The officer offered to help Proudfoot with the cart. <laughs> And at this point, he's like, no, fuck off. No, no I don't need I'm it. And r 2 d underneath it, just fucking whistling. <laughs> <laughs> and he says that he appeared confused as to how to get to the loading dock and what the hotel's proper procedures are. That's what the deputies called the hotel because, I mean, he's meant to work there, but he doesn't know where the loading dock is or any of the procedures surrounding the hotel in which he works. He's very new, Connor. Mm. He's just, he's, um, he's fresh off the boat here. Proudfoot reportedly then told deputies that part of his job is to move items from one location to the other. Standard. And that his boss's name is James McDaniels. Security said they have no record of anyone named David Rogers or James McDaniels ever working there. <laughs> not looking good for David I'll be honest here uh, I like I admire the balls of it though to just be like no no this is what's going on do you feel he was confident saying it or was he panicky and suspicious the whole time I, I, I think he starts confident yeah. and then the more questions he gets the more he loses his footing he starts going in circles yeah because I think you start off with confidence is key yeah I'm meant to be here of course I'm meant to be of here. Course, my is, manager is here. This is where I belong, guys. Yeah, I'm in the I receiving my, division of the Yacht I mean, I'm Club. in the receiving division and I should be here. I Like, I work here. Did you not see my orange vest? So, obviously, I work here. And then someone's like, well, who's your boss? My my boss is... Oh, um, Walt Disney. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Mouse. It reminds me of Homer Simpson. It's like, hello, I'm Mr. Burns, and I would like to collect my mail. Okay, Mr. Burns, what's your first name? I don't know. (laughs) Very similar. Very similar to that. Um, So Proudfoot had a wallet on him and asked if he had his ID in his wallet. Proudfoot showed him the ID, which revealed his real name. So the deputy was like, what's your name? David Rogers. Can I see your ID? (sighs) Yes, you can. But bear in mind, you're dyslexic. I changed my own name yesterday. This, um, this is a fake ID. Yeah, I have a fake ID. I'm actually 17. Um, Proudfoot reportedly admitted to moving the R2-D2 droid from the third floor of the hotel to an unknown, unknown location. Okay, I admit yeah. that, but I, I wasn't stealing it. it. I just wanted to move him about a bit. 
Yeah. Um, he moved it because he had an application for a security job pending at Walt Disney World and wanted to show weaknesses in the security of the resort in the hope of securing a better paying job. <laughs> if he thought of that in the moment, that's not a bad little excuse, you know? It's genius. It's like, I just wanted to show him that I could do it better. Uh... So he also then said, uh, he finishes it off by telling the deputy that I have no int- no intention, officer, of taking items off the property. Okay? Mm. I have no intention of doing that. I was just showing weaknesses so that I could get a job. I mean, they can't prove he was going to steal it, is the thing. I mean, he did steal it, though. But he, they can't, there's no proof. Like, well, they, it used they, to be on the third floor of the hotel. And yeah, now yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Well, he has location. his little story. He has a little story that he's got going. So the worst <laughs> they can, he can get is, well, I suppose they did charge him for grand theft. But, like, surely. <laughs> other than that. Other than that, he'd just get a slap on the wrist, you know? <laughs> yeah, other, other than the 10 years he's doing. Oh, <laughs> a slap on the wrist follows that. Funny thing of Florida man's idea. He's like, I'm eyeing up that R2-D2. Statue. Are we trusting that he wants his job at security, or does he just want the R2-D2? Could it not be both, Connor? Can a man not love R2-D2 and protecting and serving? <laughs> no. Okay. It's one of them. You have to pick. And I pick R2-D2 every time. <laughs> I think he wants R2-D2. I and think, I think so too. I think when he's there, he's like rationalising it to himself. And he's like, well, this will show weaknesses in the security. So actually, it's a good thing. I'm yeah, actually looking one, out for them. Maybe one R2 gets stolen, but that'll be the last R2-D2 yeah. that ever gets stolen from Disney. And what I'll do is I'll apply next week, and so then, then they'll have to give it to me, because like, they'll put me on watch to watch R2-D2. And then I'll be Obi-Wan Kenobi at that point. <laughs> and then and then, it, then, then it's all coming together. <laughs> then it's all coming up Millhouse. Sean, <laughs> um, I think that's it for this week's Weird News. What a week of Weird News. Would you like me to take us out, Connor? Yeah, sure, why not? Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Weird News Wednesday. We will be back on Friday with Hero or Zero, Monday with Movie Mondays, and next Wednesday with another episode of Weird News Wednesdays. Big thank you to everyone who supports us over on Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Heroes for Hire podcast is the link to that, and it's linked in the description as well if that's handier for you. But shout-outs, of course, go to Waffles, the Marvelous God of Thunder and Syrup, Kira Lawler, David Clark, Ed Ball, Joe Burney, Roisin the Wife Palmer, Ryan Technically Fine Evanson, Sean Chuck It in the Wash and It'll Be Grand Jameson, Dominic, Josiah Florida Gal Green, Anna Helmroos, Little Dicky, come stay where the dogmen play McGrew, Danny McLaughlin, Ray, the fabulous Frogman, Sam, Michelle Brown, Michaela Doughty, Sackman41, Frost, and Buster. Thank you all so, so much for the continued support. You're all absolutely amazing. Head over there if you want to help support the show. There are other ways to do that, though. We have our merch store link below. Here's for hire.ie forward slash shop. Twitter is at Heroes for Hire Pod. The four is the number four. Facebook is Detective Divilman's Discussion Group. Instagram is Here's for Hire Podcast. And the best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist. Just the one, please. And I think that's about it, Connor. I think so. So I've been Connor Lawler. I've been Sean Miller. I shall see you on the guys. Bye. Bye. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.